Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our study of Hebrews chapter 11, we discussed how our faith should be continually growing. Let's continue with that thought today. Now, here is our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. My feet on his firm foundation for the Bible Now, before looking at the breakdown of verses, I want to make the following statements concerning faith. By faith, the heart is drawn out of the world system. Now, we're talking about a person who just got saved, and he has the seeds, he has the beginnings of a faith that should continually grow. And by the way, you should have a growing faith. We're told to grow in Second Peter 3.18 in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And and our faith needs to be a growing faith. And by faith, our heart is drawn out of the world system. And that includes the carnal religious system of the world. And all there is much of that today that in even what is called evangelical, although that's a term now that is very loose, But even in the evangelical circles, we find that its worship, its ministry, is is quite carnal. And that's a shame. So by faith, the heart is drawn out of the world system via an attraction toward heaven and that which is holy. You see, the holy is so opposite that which is carnal, that which is worldly. That's why people don't get as upset with false doctrine. They don't get as upset with other religions that are leading people to hell as they do with us who are fundamentalists. Now, they claim to be Christians, but they'll get upset with us because of the standards of holiness and righteousness. And, of course, since they can't answer us biblically, what they have to do is they have to call us legalist. Probably, if you've never been called a legalist, you're not a fundamentalist. A fundamentalist is simply one who leaves the Bible ahead of everything else. And a fundamentalist is one that orders their life by the word of God. And so, when you have that heart that's going to be drawn out of the world system and attracted towards heaven and that which is holy, it is through faith. We are convinced although it's unseen, but we're convinced. And because we're convinced, it has such a powerful grip on our soul that we have an independence of the allurements of the flesh, even to the point they no longer have authority over us. You know, we talk about sin, but we're also told to lay aside the sins, but also the weights that so easily beset us. 
Have you ever thought about the weights? Here is a man that, let's say, he loves golf. Now, I, I don't think that golf is evil. I don't think that you're swinging a golf club. That means, oh, that is a terrible, vile sin. No, I don't believe that at all. But you see, there are preachers, and there may be a preacher listening to me right now. You have a golf game. You're going to be out there once a week, sometimes two and three times a week. And we use, uh, what well, is not a Bible verse, but we use some type of phrase that some sage along the line came up with is, well, if we don't come apart, then we will come apart, okay? And that's unfortunate because when you have a heart as a preacher that's set on the things of God, there is so much that you have a one mindset. And when you get into, say, the golf game, and again, the golf is not evil. I'm not against preachers at golf. Believe me, I'm not. But then their mind is thinking on the golf game. They're thinking of how they can improve. They, they want to make sure that they got the golf game for Saturday, the foursome and everybody else set up and ready to go. And then many hours to be there. And just think, if we would get that heart for ministry. Now, again, don't you folks go back to your pastors if they play golf and tell them what hypocrites they are, because I'm not saying that and. I believe that many of those guys are more godly than I am. So I'm not attacking your pastor. I'm just telling us, let's be careful of those weights because they can gain authority over us. Because they have an allurement to our flesh. Now, the second thing is that true faith imparts reality and life to the things that are promised in Christ Jesus. Now, as we will see, faith does not give an imaginary appearance of things promised, but the real substance. Faith believes God simply because God is God, and God cannot lie. You remember back in Hebrews 6, verse 18, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, that we might have a strong consolation, who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. So we find that God cannot lie, and since God cannot lie, his promises are sure. And so true faith imparts reality in life into those promises and lives by them regardless of circumstances that surround us. Again, faith does not give an imaginary appearance of things promised, but the real substance. We believe God simply because God is God, and he cannot lie. That's faith. The third thing I want you to see is that in perspective, we will see faith believes God when presented with something completely new and unknown to the individual. For example, Enoch had never seen anyone translated, but he was translated, wasn't he? Noah had never seen rain, let alone a flood of any kind, yet he built a boat. Abraham had never seen the promised land, but he went. 
See, they triumphed in God by believing his word in their heart and mind long before they saw what God had for them physically, and God honored them for it. Some will find this true in suffering persecution. We're told in Matthew chapter 5, verses 10 through 12, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all matter of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. You know, I've had people, I've wondered, why are they on my case? You try to make peace with them and it still doesn't work. And they have a critical spirit, a critical attitude. If you say black, they're going to say white. If you say white, they're going to say black. And sometimes you feel like they're just opposed to you all the way, even when you try to talk with them. And then you have those folks that tell lies. Just tell lies. Now, I think that was one of the harder things that I dealt with earlier in my ministry is knowing that people were just telling all out and out lie. But you notice I thought more in this verse, people reviling me, persecuting me, and saying all matter of evil against me falsely, all for the ministry, all for the word of God's sake, all for Christ's sake. They have built my reward in heaven. <laughs> he says, great is your reward in heaven. He says, rejoice and be exceeding glad that they're doing that. Your reward is just growing in heaven. They persecuted the prophets which were before you. So I tell you what, as I look and I see that some of these people in Islamic lands that are Christians that have, are saved, have received Christ as their Savior, and they're being put to death, or they're being beaten, they're being imprisoned, they're being handled in just terrible, vile ways. We do know for them, great is their reward in heaven. And we may find when we get to heaven that our all-star preachers and our all-star people that occupied various areas of the church, we may find that there are people we never heard of before that God has exalted in that heavenly kingdom because they were faithful unto death. You see, they triumphed in God by believing his word. And it's that simple. And that's how we triumph in God. It's faith. Faith. So that the unseen is seen. It's faith. Faith enables the believing saint to, number one, treat the future as it were present. Set your affections, as Colossians says, on things above. It also treats the invisible as seen, because his promises are sure. And the only assurance needed is the word of God in our heart. We don't need signs. Just the promise of the word of God. And that's all we need. Now, in verse 1, as we go to our text here in Hebrews chapter 11, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, 
the evidence of things not seen. Well, this is telling us what faith is. Here, faith is given a Bible definition. It is not something blind that says, well, if you believe hard enough, it will happen. Well, that's things that fairy tales are made of. That's what men in the world think in their mind. But the Bible gives us a definition of faith. Again, it's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, the word substance has the definition of to be placed or stand under. Now, think about that as we go back to chapter 1, verse 3, speaking of Jesus Christ, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Now, the word substance here in our text of Hebrews 11.1, 1, and the word person, speaking of Christ, in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. They're both the translation of the same Greek word. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the Sermon Library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, O-C-A-L-A, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer, Gary Neron, saying, May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. Stand so the hills may tumble, it will firmly stand when the earth shall crumble. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible stands. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible.